four ordinary guys with extraordinary ideas for Disney parks. This is Main Street Musings. The experimental podcast of tomorrow. Hello and welcome to Main Street Musings, the experimental podcast of tomorrow. I'm Tanner, and with me is T-minus Brock. Hello. We have liftoff Jake. Hey there, hi there, ho there. And Houston, we have a problem, Eric. How's it? All right, so today we have a very exciting episode four planned for us, where we will be destroying Space Mountain. Destroy! Burn it to the ground, baby. Broken. <laughs> Jake, that was a little aggressive. Can you, can you back off, please? So I, we should probably clarify yeah. what we mean by destroy. Yeah. yeah, we don't mean bulldozers. Yeah, we're not just going to come up with creative ways to tear the building down. It's so easy. Though we do have those. It's yeah. so easy yeah. to break something physically, but it's a little harder to break its spirits. <laughs> So we're going to take Space Mountain and make it the worst possible version of itself that it could possibly be. Space Mountain is a beloved attraction. It has some problems. It has a couple, but I think overall it should be around. Sure, absolutely. It serves a very unique and important purpose in the Disney parks, right? Giving like a sort of more teenager, adult style thrill attraction right that's yeah. a little scary for the kids and it's, it, nice it, it, it's a much needed ride in tomorrowland absolutely um but screw it let's make it worse oh i think we can let's make it so much worse so what i'm thinking the scenario is is that the, the disney company has come to us as imagineers mm-hmm. and basically been like, individuals we, we've decided that uh space mountain is just not working the way it is like right. regardless of all the lines and everything like no so here is what we want you to change it to and then we open the paper and it's something terrible mm. just like really you want us to change it to this and we each came up with how what that terrible thing might have been so i think we're ready to dive in we're ready guys all right it's the part where we make a pitch It is time to decide who will pitch first. So it looks like, Brock, you're up first today. All righty. So today, I I think what we could do is uh, we could focus on a, a Disney classic, uh, something that people have a lot of fondness for. It's, it's a franchise um, that I think the Disney company will definitely want to be pushing because it was obviously so successful and there's a lot of marketing opportunities. Um, I'm talking, of course, about Disney's planes. Mm. Oh, yes. Um, But more specifically, like Godfather 2 and uh, The Empire Strikes Back, I'm talking about the Disney, the sequel to Disney's planes, the critically acclaimed, (laughs) um, much better than the original, uh, Disney's planes, fire and rescue. Oh, yes, of course. Uh, The general Rotten Tomatoes consensus is about 20% higher than the score for the original. Wow. Wow. Okay. Um, Okay. That's significant. And that, we can assume, means that they're both beloved. Um, So it's a 20 instead of a zero? uh, I think it's a 40 instead of a 20. But hey, 40 out of a number. (laughs) And so, uh, obviously, all of us here at this table are very, very familiar with the Disney Plains um, oeuvre. Uh, We all know the catalog greatly. uh, But just for the viewers at home who don't know, it stars the great uh, thespian Dane Cook. (laughs) As um, Dane Cook is in that movie? Dane Cook? Yeah, he plays... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, he does. does, You do kind of lose him in the role because he's he's really a chameleon. But he plays our, our brave hero, Doug. Dusty Crop Hopper. <laughs> now, of course, is ever- that his porn name? <laughs> 
Come on, you guys are calling yourself Plains Heads when you don't even know that Dane Cook is the star of this vehicle? Come on, guy. Uh -huh. Vehicle. Nice. Um, obviously, everyone at home is going to know that in the first Planes movie, uh, Dane Cook, or sorry, Dusty Crophopper, um, well, they are Dane one Cook. in the same. He was so immersed in what Dusty brought to the... Yeah, uh, they're, they're the same. It's impossible to distinguish the two. real Daniel Day-Lewis in that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, obviously, uh, the great Dusty Crophopper <laughs> takes his opportunity and becomes uh, a... A, a plane racer uh, that is his dream come true really t verging off in theme from the cars universe from which it was born yeah this one's all about racing vehicles <laughs> um, wow what a twist but then uh, obviously Disney's planes fire and rescue takes it one step further than we've ever been and does he become a spy no not a spy <laughs> oh, okay. something is even more a fire and rescue plane for the wildfires that devastate California every summer oh my gosh How'd you know? <laughs> and that's why uh, Disneyland is the perfect setting. <laughs> you can see Full the smoke billowing from the mountains. From Absolutely. Anaheim. Well, yeah. that's that's the wonderful thing. Okay, so the ride that I'm pitching puts you in the middle of a forest fire. One of California's devastating forest fires. You are riding on the back of Dusty Crophopper himself. Obviously, we'll paint a face on the front of the cart, and uh, we'll we'll get Dane Cook back, the great thespian, to do some voiceover. Yeah, he's not doing anything right now. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Is he, he still will. Alive? Uh, I don't, bro, I don't. I thought I didn't know. <laughs> so he will. Um, will of course fly into the um, acrid smoke, and I'm thinking that's a wonderful way to get sort of a 4D effect. Dane Cook again? Um, <laughs> Not Dusty? No, Dane Cook is like we're on the back of Dusty. flapping into du the acrid smoke. <laughs> As I said, Dusty Crophopper <laughs> and Dane Cook are one in the same. Sure, yeah. Um, but we will fly in on the back of Dusty Crophopper into the acrid smoke. We will you know, douse the flames with water and that's a great opportunity for a 4D effect. Mm, um, actually have billowing thick black smoke <laughs> uh, forced into the faces of the passengers <laughs> sure, um, yeah. so we can feel the tears <laughs> running down our eyes yeah. um, and we can really get that full experience of what a plane, a fire and rescue plane um, would be going through in that situation. As we all know, they are the heroes. And, you know, I, I think we could get a lot of beautiful effects, the fire on the water. And we could also meet up with some of our favorite characters from the planes franchise. There's Skipper. And Sparky and Lil Dipper, who could forget? And of course, everyone's favorite, Ed Harris as Blade Ranger. Ooh, I do love Ooh. me some Blade Ranger. Honestly, that's one of the coolest names for anything ever. Yeah, so that's my pitch, guys. And all right. we all know that the great Ed Harris, is his favorite most proud project is Planes, Fire, and Rescue. Oh, I'm so sure. He'd be back in a flash, Yeah, I'm definitely. Sure. Well, I don't know if we should even bother making other yeah. pitches after that. I mean, that I think we can just in the episode right there. Yeah, I think we can't. <laughs> Thanks for listening, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Eric, you're up next. Okay. So I like the idea of turning Space Mountain, kind of like uh, Breck was saying, into more of a dark ride, so more of a themed experience. I think we can all agree that Space Mountain's biggest problem is that the theming just isn't quite immersive enough, right? Like you're kind of just being jostled around. Yeah, I have to agree with that. In a dark area yeah. there's some constellations and some galaxies swirling around but what are you really doing so let's give you a very strong narrative right. and we are going to retheme the entire thing based on uh, the lady and the tramp <laughs> mm. <laughs> and yes. 
the cars. I mean, that's the low hanging fruit. (laughs) Continue. I know. I went for the obvious choice. (laughs) (laughs) The cars will become spaghetti noodles. Oh. And you are, in fact, on the fateful spaghetti noodle that will end up in between our two lovers' mouths. So do you start? By the end of adventure. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, please. Wait, when you be being pulled in two separate directions? That's why there's That's two why, cars. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I apologize. Oh, I'm going to have course. to save this for the Q&A section. Yeah, please save it for the Q&A afterwards. section. Yeah. There will be answers, I promise. And so your your journey begins up the, the what was once the launch tunnel is in fact... Uh, the tramp's mouth as he is sucking you in and the ride as it goes forward the twists and turns of the life of a spaghetti noodle (laughs) when we finally get merch I want it to say tramp sucking you in join our patreon for tramp sucking you in merch and eventually the closing what was the landing tunnel will be our sweet lady's mouth and you will Converge and recreate one of the most iconic romantic scenes in cinematic history. Oh, yeah. Because there's nothing like romance <laughs> by making yourself. <laughs> by viewing the romance scene from the perspective of the food that is being consumed. Noodle, yeah. And right. most of the. Ins- uh, we'll get. Th- we'll get. Th- All be, right. There'll be a QA section. Okay, I don't yeah. need to go into All further. right. Thank you, Eric. That You're was welcome. a great pitch. I mean, I wish you would have taken more risks with it, but it's okay. It's okay. All right. So it looks like it has been decided that I am next. So I would like to take us back to 1998. And as you guys recall, in 1998, the 90s were not great for Disney. Disney was a little bit, you know, everybody was making fun of it. it I think pop- we could stop that sentence at the 90s were not great. Well, yeah. <laughs> Objection. We live in 2020, Brock. I don't think we can shoot on another decade. Everyone used to laugh at me for my love of the 90s and yearning to go back. I bet we all wish we could go back now. <laughs> Honestly. So it was popular in the 90s to make fun of Disney. Disney wasn't, things weren't great for Disney. Yeah, all the cool kids would sit around at the playground just making fun of Disney. Yeah. Oh, man, that Michael Eisner is an a- Yeah. So obviously they needed a, to find a way to, to modernize the park and bring it more into what was current and popular at the time. Mm-hmm. And of course, I am speaking of the 1998 film uh, from the Touchstone collection, yeah. Armageddon. Mm. <laughs> So mm. I think that we have the perfect opportunity to take a space ride and a space-themed movie and marry the two. So we could easily have, you know, we could touch on uh, Steve Buscemi's um, space sickness or space madness. Mm-hmm. I think that could feature heavily in, in the ride. Mm-hmm. Um, it'd be great to have that final scene where Bruce Willis uh, sacrifices himself. Plus, you know, we all need some Ben Affleck. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I've been writing letters for years to get more Ben Affleck in the Disney parks. There is an obvious and lamentable lack. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag Ben for Disney. (laughs) Hashtag free the fleck. Is that open to the... uh, Oh, I love it, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Is that open to the question and answer portion, then? No, we still need Tanner's. I I would really like to hear Tanner's pitch before we do that. I suppose. You know, (laughs) I would love to be able to give my pitch. And as you all know, I respect you all a lot. But... I do have one issue with your guys' pitches this week. You're all focused on bringing so much IP to the park. You know, I think we can all agree there's too much already. So (laughs) what if we went back to the things that Walt Disney cared about most? Imagination and learning. Forget Space Mountain. I present to you an educational journey through space. 
Join ABC's Good Morning America anchor and 2019 Disney legend Robin Roberts on a slow and safe journey into space with plenty of stops to learn about stars, planets, and space travel. Thank you. Oh, man, I am so sorry. I almost skipped that. Uh, wow, some really strong... Yeah, there's definitely some contenders. It's the part where we do Q&A. I have, so I have a, I, the thing that just jumps right out at me, Jake, and I'm, yeah. I'm just going to be upfront with you. Yeah, go for it. We already have Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster. We do. Do you think Armageddon, which will obviously use Don't Want to Miss a Thing? Yes. As its theme song is too thematically close to Aerosmith's Rock and Roller Coaster. Also, a follow-up question to that. How will this ride incorporate animal crackers? Mm. We do not have Liv Tyler's Tom at our disposal, as far as I'm aware. Um, so where will the animal crackers be frolicking? Well, My question first, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I'm only going to field Eric's question at this time. Um, which would be, no, I think we need Aerosmith in all parks. Okay. Not just Disney parks, all theme parks. Okay. There should be an Aeros- a heavy Aerosmith presence. Absolutely. Brock, Bra- who, who's your question for? Who? Uh, well, that was my main question, but well, since I'm it ignoring won't be it. Fielded. Yes, I would like to know how we are going to incorporate Liv Tyler into the Armageddon ride. Uh, with projection mapping. Okay. okay. I'm and, into uh, that. Owen Wilson in a cowboy hat? Uh, again, probably. Well, I think the people at uh, that have you get on the uh, ride will be wearing cowboy hats. Can't we just hire him? He's not doing anything. Probably. We give him like two grand a day just to sit down in a cowboy hat for like twelve Whoa. hours. Wow. wow. I think he. Uh, I think he might have hobbies. Like sitting in a cowboy hat. I'm just saying, saying. If we wow. allow him to knit while he's doing it, will that be fine? Brock, know. that joke didn't play. all right any other questions brock um currently i was just gonna look it up on imdb and find out more actors but i feel like none of those jokes would land either um (laughs) speaking of landing yes yeah good i'm curious about the grand finale of our our planes ride oh well I, I did, I was saving the best for last. Yeah, I think it's important to speak to the maybe one or two people out there that haven't seen the second Planes movie. Shame on you, <laughs> Yeah. by the way. Yeah. I sometimes forget, I forgive me, I just sometimes forget <laughs> yeah. that there are some people who've not seen it. Well, I, I think what this, obviously, uh, as we all know, this movie uh, takes Dusty Crophopper. Uh, he's finally made it <laughs> successfully in the racing circuit, but he, he, is ex- he learns who true heroes are and it's not racers it is it is the uh the fire and rescue teams of southern california um and that's not a joke jerks (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so uh as he eventually uh, succeeds in his new dream of becoming a uh, fire and rescue pilot he uh he saves uh several people from a forest fire and that's where our ride is really going to take place. Uh, we're doing looping up and down so he can really spread that water all throughout the fire. Of course. Because um, that's how a normal fire plane would fly, right? They would yeah, do loops the, as all, they... all around is yeah. my understanding of yeah. the situation. <laughs> okay. And of course, as we are doing that, we will be accompanied by the uh, original Brad Paisley song from the film mm. All In. And then in our triumphant finale, as we pull into the landing here, Brad Paisley's second original song that he recorded for the film still i fly ah and i think we all 
can sing that one. How about you gentlemen, sing along with me? Go ahead, Brock. Yeah. It wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I classic chills. Christmas hit. Chills. Still I fly. Uh, did that answer your question? I don't remember yes. what the question <laughs> Thank was. Thank you. <laughs> I think that ending will in the same way that many reported crying as as they took in the beauty of Flight of Passage, I think this is an opportunity to create that same feeling with the Planes <laughs> franchise, which obviously has had such an impact on entire generations. I know what I plan on naming my firstborn, and that's Dusty Dane Crophopper <laughs> Cook. I'll be changing my last name. Is Dane Crophopper the middle name? Like Dane... Like it's a hyphenated? Two, it's two middle names. Yeah, it's, it's, Dane, it's Dane, Dane Crapopper. Have you considered Dusty Dane as an entire first name? Ooh, Dusty Dane. Yeah. I do like that. He sounds like a he sounds like a real hero. All right, so I have a question yes. for Eric. Oh, God. Please. Which is, um, so my understanding of the ride then, the way you described it, was yes. that in, in the movie, what they have one strand of spaghetti that they're sharing, yes. which is going in each of their mouths yes. until they kiss. Yeah. But in your description of the ride, the spaghetti noodle is being regurgitated <laughs> from <laughs> from Tramp's mouth into Lady's mouth, not unlike a baby bird. <laughs> and I'm curious um, where that came from, why you decided to make that change. I think uh, it's important as we get into what Space Mountain is about, which is really quantum mechanics, Mm -hmm. um, that we understand that there are quantum... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Eric, where the f*** are you going with this? All I'm going to say is if Eric had gone on my ride, Robin Roberts could have explained this to him. There are quantum properties of spaghetti that we don't fully understand. <laughs> oh. Okay, I guess that answers my question. <laughs> during the initial, we'll call it the, the tramp suck. <laughs> I'd prefer we didn't, please. <laughs> okay. In, uh, during the initial uh, consuming of the single piece of spaghetti by our hero, uh, there was a quantum jump, and uh, the other half of the spaghetti ended up in the lady's mouth as well. Mm. That's what the bella note, that's Italian for quantum. I mean, we could even, like, I'm willing to budge a little bit and say that our journey through the track of what was Space Mountain and is now Lady and the Tramp, obviously, is, is the quantum jump. And not necessarily the spaghetti's kind of twirling. So, like, the track would be the spaghetti, but our cart is our particles jumping? Yes. Okay. That could... That could That's once, one interpretation. Once we get into the well, breaking ob- it down, which it's obviously going to be mine, we can talk about that, though. Well, obviously, um, <laughs> like any form of higher art, it's going to be open to interpretation. Exactly. Uh, and I think it's best if we welcome that. And I don't want to call my ride art for art's sake, mm. but it is art. <laughs> Yes, it's, it's definitely art. There is another, there's something else about it, but we aren't sure what. Yeah, we'll get there. When I get three votes, you'll you'll see. All right, I do have another question for Tanner. Yes. Um. So I, this is a little bit more open-ended, but why, in your opinion, is, uh, is Robin Roberts truly a Disney legend? You know, she's done so much hosting Good Morning America. And honestly, I was going to have a uh, astrophysicist host this, but most of them that I looked up had some uh, problematic pasts. Mm. Wow. So... Mm. 
Uh, Robin's clean from what I can see from all of my extensive research. So she's somebody where we're not going to have to redo this, redo all of the speaking in a year because somebody got canceled. <laughs> that is truly a Disney parks okay. problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They've had issues before. So yeah. I wanted to make sure it was someone safe. Okay. Well, I guess that's a pretty good choice. Then. Also, my follow-up question is, um, who is Robin Roberts apart from the host of Good Morning America? That's all you need to know. That's all you need to know. That's okay. her job. Okay. Well, that was a good Q&A session. I'm excited to see where this goes. Yeah, I am uh, too. Let's spin I, the I, wheel I, of who votes we, first. Before we start voting, yeah. are we voting for what we think it could still be a salvageable and still potentially okay Disney experience? Or are we just voting for straight up what's the closest to a dumpster fire? I think we vote what's the biggest dumpster fire, and then we try to... Uh, in our discussion, we try to salvage that as much as we possibly can. Yes. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. All right, then. Yeah. Well, that definitely changes who I'm voting for. <laughs> <laughs> it's the part where we vote. All right. Tanner, your first vote. Man, this is rough because the Plains franchise means so much to me. As but, it does to all of us. But Brock, I'm a little concerned that your ride's still too fun. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> like thinking, honestly, yeah. a guy named Dusty Crophopper yeah. that you get to ride through, that's fighting fire. That sounds really exciting. Oh, I'm sorry. Was the pitch to ruin it? <laughs> I thought it was to make it better. That's why I brought in this beloved franchise. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. You know, and again, Jake. Liv Tyler projections on the walls just seem too exciting. So I think I have to go with the mess that is particle jumping that was never explored in the, the Lady and the Tramp film as you ride on a noodle is my vote. Well, it was subtext, but yes, I, I see your point. All right, so who votes next? Uh, I'll, just, I'll just go ahead okay. if that's all right. Sure. Um, jumping, again, Jake, Armageddon is really a top-notch thorough ride. <laughs> Uh, yes uh, it's a classic it's our it's everyone's it kind of as we discussed was the pinnacle of cinema tanner i really really love your pitch but i think learning is too valuable in the parks (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) eric i uh (laughs) juice was horrible man You should feel bad, but also good. The rides are bad, and you should feel bad. (laughs) You've succeeded so thoroughly in failing. (laughs) I think I have overall the two worst pitches. And only one of them was that the goal. (laughs) I'd like to go next. I would like to say that as terrible as they are, I would definitely still ride the planes ride. Like That sounds like it could be interesting. In all seriousness, like, you know, flying around putting yeah. out fires, that sounds like that could be a cool ride. Minus the smoke in my face. Like, realistically, <laughs> we're going to skip that part. So the Brad Paisley you're cool with, though, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Um, we're putting that in the and, lady. And, and, and Tanner, you know, the education thing, like, slowing down the ride sounds terrible, but, I mean, it, you're basically just making another spaceship Earth. So, like, that's okay. Eric, I think your ride definitely needs the most help. So I'm going to vote for it for that reason. <sighs> do you feel that sweet 3 <laughs> oh, so who do you feel vote? Out of curiosity, Eric. who do you vote for, though, Eric? Uh, God, they're all great. Um, <laughs> hearing that Brock was so set on naming his firstborn child Dusty Dane Crop Hopper. 
I think that's happening either Look. way. <laughs> yeah. Um, let your girlfriend know about that. Oh, she's well aware. <laughs> yeah, it was her idea. There's a contract. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There I, is a contract. Yeah. <laughs> because I already know the outcome. I'm going to vote for the one that I would want to ride the most, which is the planes one. Thank yeah. you. In yeah. all seriousness, if we were voting for what would be the easiest to yeah, salvage, salvage, definitely the plane. The plane. I, right. I, when I first like pitched this, I really, when I first had the idea, I really thought it would be awful. But as I was telling <laughs> the story of the ride, I was like, Actually, no, this could be fun. I mean, I mean, essentially, the movie is one big toy commercial. Yeah. So, of course, you're it just playing on toys well into yeah. a ride. So, anyway, I guess that ends the voting segment. Let's let's try to put out this dumpster fire. <laughs> Get the fire extinguisher. Cool. In fact, we might need a firefighting plane for this one. All right. So, I think. I think we. Eric needs to leave the room. <laughs> first things first. I think we really have to question whether audiences will be able to grasp the idea of the particle. Okay, yeah, yeah, we can drop the quantum mechanics part of it, but in that case... Let's, just, how, let's start over. Let's have Eric walk us through the queue line and just describe the ride to us. Okay, so we make yeah, sure absolutely. we're all on the same page. So we're going through the queue. It's like the... Does the outside of the building still look the same? No, it's the restaurant. But it's still cone-shaped? Yeah. It's still the white... Yeah, it has to house Wait, the full uh, ride. Wait, may but... I make a pitch here? Um, it's very, very roughly, like we'd, we'd have to add... A, a lot, but it could stay in the shape of a heaping plate of spaghetti. Oh, okay. Actually, I'm okay with yeah, that. Yeah. I was gonna say doghouse next. Oh, okay. but uh, no, I, I like, like, like the plate. Of I like the plate of spaghetti. Yeah. So, which I think gets, and we're I think we're going somewhere here because then we're going. The cube becomes going through the plate of spaghetti. And you're getting into the noodle. Mm -hmm. yep. And the, so you are still experiencing as, as the noodle being sucked through to... I don't know how to say this <laughs> without well, making myself giggle like I... <laughs> you know, you're still traveling through the noodle that they're sharing. Yes, they're the sharing the noodle. The, okay. the shared noodle. Okay, here's my question. Are we traveling through the noodle or guys, on the noodle? Guys, guys, guys. Or are guys, we the noodle? Guys, 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 guys. So... It's through. We're traveling through the noodle. I think okay. I figured it out. I figured aesthetically, I think I've got it. Okay. So uh, in Spacebound, at least in California, you have like the entrance, like the 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 depart platform to your left, and you have like the and like the comeback, re-entrance platform to your right. Those become the mouths of Lady and Tramp. Okay. So we are. You start the ride as they are connected by the noodle. Okay. 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 And then you're, I, I lost, I'm done, I can't. So, because this, this now that. sounds like you're going through the esophageal. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was um, kind of understanding. May I suggest Is this something? just a redo of Body Wars? May I suggest something a little so bit. So close. More high concept, yes. perhaps. Oh, that's what this needs. <laughs> the track you see is our noodle. Yeah. yeah. And we in the coaster are the love traveling Ooh, between. I actually don't hate this. Traveling along the entire noodle from the tramp to the lady connecting their love in this moment that bonds them their first kiss together we are the love that needs to make sure it all happens okay so actually i actually like this a lot do you well i mean <laughs> for what we were given <laughs> so yeah but this i think this will be our best option is i guess what i should have said instead yeah. of i love this a lot okay what can i say Thank i'm you. a genius <laughs> so but that that is because we're more of a concept than an object there's a lot less concern about how it works yeah. so we're going through all the twisting turning paths of love that 
are represented by the spaghetti noodle. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Um, as it is in the film. Yeah. And then at the end, perhaps a little bit before the end, so it's not the exit, but enter, you know, you go to the lady, lady's mouth at that point, and then it looks like you're going in, but then the, then the cart veers off, you know, uh, it's classic, and you see a projection of the two of them sharing the kiss and little love hearts. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yes. And live Tyler. So that way we aren't actually going into anyone's mouths. And live Tyler. Yeah, no, we're not going into anybody's mouths. There's live Tyler at the end with the Aerosmith song. Yes. Ain't gonna miss a thing. Perfect. And, and then, dusty crop hoppers <laughs> flying over in the background. Brad Paisley sitting in a cowboy hat. <laughs> uh, um, Robin is doing something. Yeah, yeah, doing something. And Robin announces that you have finally made them fall in love. Oh, that is cute. So, okay, so then the projection... Is it? This just in on Good Morning America. The lady and the tramp have kissed. Two dogs are smooching. <laughs> Touchdown. So we can have the projections on, you know, where they're like uh, sort of projecting like the galaxies and stars up, like maybe sort of a sort of atemporal like look at Lady and Tramp's relationship, right? So it's like snapshots of different parts of oh, the Oh, that's love. fun. So as we're traveling yeah. through, we're seeing... Oh, that's... I, I like that. Yeah. For what it is, <laughs> you know what? Do we let, have to keep? Let's just assume. Just be like Eric, you're, you're an idiot. That every get, like, every sentence we say <laughs> yeah. is either preceded or followed by the phrase "for what it is," for what we have to work with. <laughs> yeah. I think that's actually like a really pleasant, family-friendly ride. Yeah. yeah, you know, except for the fact that it's going like. 45 miles an hour. And you're jostling around a lot, but love is love? very disorienting. Yeah. Love and rattles you around. Yeah. You so how, how do we how do we feel off. then about the uh, about this ride? Um, what is it missing? Because I feel like it's missing something apart from how? common sense. <laughs> Ooh, can we have romantic Italian music? Well, I mean, no, I I assumed it was going to be the song. Yeah, the, this is the night. This is the night. Yeah. The most beautiful. So, yeah, we get it. We <laughs> I'm really cool. Shut up. The, the uh, so the California Space Mountain has that like mission control sequence where they have the actual people hitting the buttons that send yeah. you off. Right. What are we repl- are we replacing that with like the host at a host stand of a restaurant? Or should it be the accordion player? I do feel that the uh, the cast members should be dressed in the the like the waiter uh, vests. Yeah. And Even though we're inside the spaghetti. You know, in the movie, they are not actually in the restaurant. They're behind the restaurant at the dumpster in the alley. Mm-hmm. So yeah. should this perhaps be themed as the alley not, th- not yeah. unlike rock and roller I think coaster the, I think the building being the spaghetti is fine because there are a lot of exteriors that are divorced from the interior right. Sure, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the building just lets us know that we're going to be a part of spaghetti Yeah. Um, which I think is important for us to know going in I'm yes. afraid without that visual clue people might not get it yeah. <laughs> shockingly well, wait until you see the cars that I've designed oh, I guess the cars are now lo- love. at love right uh, so we so need to, like, we need to make it clear that we oh, are Cupid's riding. Arrow. So we kind of yeah. designed Wait, it. We're shooting Cupid's Arrow down a strand of spaghetti? No. The- Jake. <laughs> I'm sorry. Jake, I'm, you don't I'm trying to this make too all. much sense of this. I apologize. Yeah. Jake. No, Cupid's Arrow is a metaphor, you idiot. <laughs> the people we work with, I swear. <laughs> Uh, no, we are we're shooting Cupid's Arrow down spaghetti. I, that's not a phrase I thought I would have to say today. You know, I'm going to be honest. Vision. Some people have it, some people don't. Jake's the second group, in case that was unclear. <laughs> right. Anyway. No, we are the abstract representation of love. Right. I'm, which would be Cupid's Arrow. Which would be Cupid's Arrow. Yeah. Okay. Zipping along. 
a spaghetti noodle, which is the abstract, you know, it's the abstraction of their love. Yeah, of their love specifically. A broken up timeline of snapshots of their love. You idiot. <laughs> but I do like Jake's idea where uh, the loading and unloading bay is designed after the alley. Yeah. But I think, I think and then we have the cast members Where all dressed. love starts and ends. Everybody and an accidentally alley. runs into a good idea every once in a while. Yeah. And then I like the... <laughs> <laughs> broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> I do think the cast members should be dressed as the employees of the Italian restaurant. Yeah, I think that's cool. And yeah. so it's like they are serving up love. And I'm not going to clarify that. <laughs> okay, good. Why would you? <laughs> Have we considered, though, making the cast members dress up as giant meatballs? <laughs> that wouldn't be cumbersome at all. <laughs> so they fit in with the spaghetti. Could, to answer could you your imagine? question, Tanner, no, we have not considered that. <laughs> God, could you imagine, though, as they're like, walking by to like make sure like the harness is on everybody? Just like, <laughs> yeah. two little arms sticking out of the sides. Like four feet wide. Yeah, just like. Have we considered adding some meatballs into just coloring some of the like asteroids Abs. brown to be oh yeah oh, that's, those will be meatballs. those will sure. be meatballs <laughs> and so you'll be flying through astral projections of love and, and meatballs. meatballs well you're in the spaghetti yeah you're also yeah. a piece yeah. of spaghetti you're also on the spaghetti so there's love in the spaghetti yes finally he understands <laughs> it took this long it's, and he finally gets it all good it's, italian food it's <laughs> full of teeth with this guy yeah. love in the spaghetti is our working title for the right <laughs> love in the spaghetti Ooh, I, Ooh. I, that was going to be my next point is what finally what's the title I, I honestly do hate love in the spaghetti. I'm I hate not gonna that let immensely. <laughs> um, um, uh, I mean, should just something should just something to do with Lady in the Tramps. Yeah. Spaghetti honestly. Mountain. No. I mean, love Disney mountain? does have a Lady in the Tramps doggy style. <laughs> <laughs> Lady in the Tramps puppy love? Of love. What was that? Lady in the Tramps noodle of love. Uh, I, I said something with puppy love, but I, I like noodle. I like puppy love, kind of. Yeah, but something with spaghetti, because that's important. <laughs> that, is, that is very important. The, the, the uh, Mamma Mia puppy love. <laughs> <laughs> Mamma Mia. Macaroni Grill presents <laughs> Puppy Love the Ride. It'd be better if Macaroni Grill wasn't closed. <laughs> right, Olive Garden presents. Puppy love. Uh, I actually just don't. I don't hate puppy love. Noodles I think it's kind of... It's, <laughs> <laughs> noodles and poodles? I'm deeply ashamed. <laughs> nudes, and, nudes and poods. <laughs> nudes and poods. Right. Eric, I know you hate using the word noodle, but since you pitched an idea in which we have to represent it, <laughs> explain to an audience the concept of you are riding we on a noodle. We do that on the, in, the, in the line. We call it puppy love. Oh, yeah. We have the whole queue line. Yeah, we have the whole queue line. Kind of like Thank how God in Space Mountain, we, yeah. where they're like, you're about to go on a space adventure. Yeah. The, you're about to become the abstract <laughs> representation of love. And you slide you down a spaghetti noodle from noodle. one dog to another. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, kids. It's I pretty mean, easy we, to understand. We, we just get a ride video of like a respected character actor dressed as Cupid. Being like, hey, I'm going to fire you into these dogs. Danny DeVito. What is Ed Harris doing now? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Jack Black is perfect. Can we get Jack? Can anybody have his email? He's still on the podcast, right? Yeah. Yeah, He has his own YouTube channel. He can zoom in. That's fine. (laughs) We're going to go with Puppy Love, I think. Um, And then have the cue be representational of like, this is what you're about to do. And the pre-ride videos with Jack Black explaining, so now you, the representation of love, are going to get on the noodle. Yeah, I'm going to get on the noodle. 
pass atemporally through their relationship and then be there at the exact moment that the sparks fly and they kiss. Boom, done. I don't know why we're still talking about this. I, I, think, I think that was a pretty good wrap That's up. it? Yeah. All wow. Right. Are Eric, we all happy with yeah, what we've Eric, done today? Do you feel that we've done your ride justice? I am honestly surprised at... There is I'm a surprised universe too, that exists somewhere out there that this is real. Yeah. Think about that Yeah, in terms of quantum theory. Anyways, yeah. I'm, ha- I'm, yes, I'm thrilled. It's surprisingly guys. cogent for what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, given. exactly. Yeah. It is surprisingly cogent all as right. like a, a, a unified aesthetic ideal. <laughs> I'm good to go. Main to- Street Musings, surprisingly cogent <laughs> <laughs> for once. <laughs> I'm right. good to head so, straight to the lightning round. Heck yeah. It's the lightning round. All right, so it's now time for the lightning round, where each of us will be given 30 seconds to pitch a randomly generated ride based on a Disney property and any type of ride that our wheel spins on. Jake, what do we have today? We are re-theming a classic attraction, the Jungle Cruise. Ooh. To fit, honey, I shrunk the kids. Oh, nice. Okay. All right. It's me. Okay. All right. So I believe the obvious introduction to this is that you dye the river red and you are passing through the bloodstream of the body after you have been shrunk and then ingested through the nose. You are going through the intestinal tract. It's all very educational and learning about that until at the very end, you are. We'll say leave through a pore or something and not get pooped out. So um, body wars is yes, you body wars. <laughs> yes, body wars, but outside. Eric, Eric, have you seen the movie? <laughs> yes, okay. no, not the. But uh, that's why I was like, I gotta get it shrunk. But yeah, oh well. you, you, you messed I, up. Yeah. <laughs> I f- that one up, guys. That's okay. All right, Brock, you're up. All right, so I'm actually going to go with the obvious choice um, (laughs) where this is well after uh, the scientist's uh, career has been established and his shrinking technology has been established. And now they are giving tours, uh, shrunken tours, where you can view the outside as only a person uh, less than an inch tall could. Like in the movie, there's going to be giant ants, giant leaves, giant blades of grass. And it's all going to be going on a little boat ride through a hose that has leaked out into a lawn. And you're going through this boat ride and you're learning all None. about the world but small oh man I don't, I don't know if i can can do anything after that all right so today we're going to be retheming it and the obvious obvious choice to retheming the jungle cruise is honey i shrunk the jungle cruise <laughs> <laughs> so we won't be we won't be changing the actual animatronics. We will be adding giant statues of Rick Moranis trying to grab the Jungle Cruise boat. And we will be replacing the Jungle Skipper with a small child actor trying to deal with being shrunk down. Nicely done. <laughs> wow. I can't top either of those. Well, you got to no, very short. Top mine. So why don't you go ahead and do that? All right. Well, so I was thinking that it would be you are shrunken down into your small size and you're exploring a world of toys. And it's mm. just like Jungle Cruise, but it's toy versions of Jungle Cruise. So it's a toy elephant and a toy boat. And everything is a toy that you're exploring as you drift by. 
and uh, I can try to talk a little more if no, we want, but that's all I had to say. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, 12-second pitch. Jake, what are some other things that could be toys? Uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> and there's toy racist portrayals of natives. <laughs> and the backside of toy water. <laughs> and don't forget to vote on our Twitter polls for which lightning round attraction you'd like to see us come back to at a later date. All right, so thank you for tuning in to another episode of Main Street Musings. Make sure to tune in next week as we pitch new Tomorrowland IP. All right, and what's our social media? Jake, what's Facebook? We are facebook.com slash Main Street Musings. Tanner, what's Instagram? You can find us at Main underscore street underscore musings eric what is twitter at msm underscore podcast and i'm brock we're very disappointed that they're not gonna do this (laughs) oh yeah we didn't say that (laughs) (laughs) darn it we're so disappointed (laughs) on the record i'm not disappointed (laughs)